Hey, Bob and Joyce listeners, Bob Stapleton here. In today's episode, Joyce and I, we explore a technique called asking what if, an exercise that unleashes creativity, innovation, new ideas, and it probably frustrates a few people, myself and Joyce included. We're taking on this topic because of the seismic shift that's happening in the workplace and the need for us to ask the question, what if, as we look to the future and reinvent the way that work gets done. And that's what this technique is all about, creating infinite possibilities by taking a future perspective. Okay, maybe not infinite, but more than one might think. So in this episode, uh, you'll get an actual demo of how What If works. We'll talk about why in our current tumult, the What If technique is needed now more than ever, and tips on how to synthesize and prioritize the ideas that burble up from the exercise. You know, what if is an oldie but goodie technique. Our hope is that our conversation today brings it back given the current chaos and discontent. So come on in, grab a snack, welcome. Hey, Joyce, how are you? Well, I'm good. I'm thinking about uh, um, my daughter popped her head in right before we started, and she's a major life coach and works with Marianne Williamson and all that. And you had just come on, and I I just blurted out. I can't remember why, but I said, "What? what's it going to be like when there are no companies and there are no buildings? <laughs> And I thought, well, let's just play what if with that. I mean, literally, let's try to do 25 what ifs. By the way, that's a technique we used a lot to generate ideas. It, it's a form of brainstorming, but it, somehow it works better. The what if um, seems to generate thoughts better. And it's always awkward. And so let's go be awkward. Yeah, what I, what I like about this exercise, I'll... Uh, usually the facilitators say, well, okay, so we're going to do this 10 times and we're going to come up with 10 what ifs and you'll get to 10 and they'll say, Hey, this is good. Let's go for another 15. And, you know, what I find fascinating is we're, we weren't sure that we could come up with 10 and yeah. ultimately, maybe there's a challenge for you and I, but we, they fill the room with. Yeah. When I, when I did it, I would do 20 okay. and then I'd say, and then I'd say now five more and they would groan just oh, like grown like oh. I just grown to myself but, yeah. uh, but it gets your subconscious out of the way yeah yeah so I'm I'm okay terrified. let's just mess with it I'm terrified and, yeah me too and people people please who are listening send in your what ifs we'd love to and if you want to come on and share them that would be wonderful all right what if as far as the future of work goes, there are no companies and there are no walls. What if we had villages of houses? What if people lived according to their work? It was like a guild, but it was just from their houses. what if villages or clumps or groups were made up of individual talent where they could all take care of one another? 
And what if there was more crafting, whether it's technical or not, than managing and strategy? What if there were just people who do work talking to each other? What if uh, there was no employee handbook that tells people what to do and how to conform uh, and could bring them their whole selves to work. What if there were no employees? What if there were no bosses? What if there was no money? <laughs> what if there is no money? <laughs> What if there was a sophisticated barter method? Yeah. What if leaders today could look at, what do they call it? The great resignation? Mm -hmm. Or the exodus. And trust that there's huge learning in, in why people are making those choices. Mm -hmm. uh, that could be a learning moment for all of us. Yes. What if we learned that coercing people to come together to work doesn't hold the center? It doesn't work. And what if essentially doing the opposite of that, letting people self-express and work where they want, when they want, how they want, uh, in a way that uh, unleashes them. What if there was a reshuffle, meaning whoever started the business, everybody is fired. Yep. And the leaders have to talk about their purpose and vision and skills and what they want to do and why. And people would sign up. It would be like a marketplace for purpose, passion, and um, yeah, for purpose and passion. Yeah, what if, and this is a little bit of structure around what you just uh, suggested uh, that may not be needed, but what if organizations took time once a year to take a look at all of their processes, take a look at all of their meetings, take a look at all of their norms to make sure that they are totally dedicated to the company's mission. What if when we said company and organization, we stopped seeing a building? What if when we think and see an organization, we stop seeing it as uh, a group of employees? What if <laughs> money was not involved in work choice? What if we eliminate the, uh, what I call solid concrete uh, job descriptions and had more of an a la carte? Uh, uh, yeah, an a la carte. A la carte's great.
what if people measured their degree of satisfaction themselves and engagement and happiness and fun and there was like a meter <laughs> there was a meter for that that would line up with the meter of the company so it'd be a technical ability to take my fun my happiness my skill my passion my purpose and the company would have its uh, same things written out this is where you, at our in our grouping not our company and our grouping this is what we do for purpose passion play fun blah 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 and this then when they met technologically they went ding 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 come on in <laughs> how many have we done what what if uh like term limits uh there would be an expiration date on every role so ceo uh down to the lowest uh uh, and I hate the word lowest, but uh, to every position where you literally shift change uh, every X number of years or months. What if whatever this grouping is called of people that come together to make something in common, uh, what if the top, yeah, see, there you go. What if the guiding role, the primary guiding role was chosen by elected so what if we elected, quote, leaders? Yeah. What if? Oh, God. <laughs> and maybe after we do this exercise, we actually did that one time. In, in yes, I know. Uh, so what if leaders are able to suspend their beliefs, opinions about how and what is best for employees and listen and trust what they tell them? I'm thinking. Yeah. Joyce is thinking. What if every uh, blockage to purpose, passion, productivity, da, 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 was resolved through an all uh, representative group of uh, people who work together to solve the problem, not the leader? The leader, quote, never solves the problem, but throws it to those who, it belongs to those who run the company, which is not the leader. <laughs> what if meetings were banned? How would the work mm. be done? Mm. What if there, if, what if when people work from a distance, there was a way to create hallway conversation? or, you know, the cafeteria, what if, how, how, how to do that? Yeah. So what if the health, both mental and physical and emotional and spiritual uh, of groups and individuals becomes a primary uh, goal of every organization? Mm -hmm. I think we can each do what one or two more. <laughs> yeah, one more? Let's one? say we we have to do five. Oh, okay, five between the two of us. I okay. What if money was irrelevant to your choice of work? 
your turn. <laughs> yeah. uh, what if the world of work totally abandons all of the historical ways of getting the work done? In that conversation, what would evolve from that? What if what needs to be done is gets done in four hours a week, nationwide, worldwide? What if leisure becomes predominant? What if uh people, individuals don't work for one company, but actually could be a shared pool where they could choose, the business could choose to reach out uh, to uh, have them uh, get something done or to, to perform a service. Meaning we don't work for one company anymore. We, we work for a portfolio of companies where we do our work. I guess if you explain a what if, it's not really a good what if. <laughs> what if everything is a good what if? <laughs> uh, what if leading isn't nobody wants to lead if they don't make more money than others. Wow. Okay, this is the last one. I, I feel the pressure to create a blockbuster. <laughs> Everybody does, yeah. <laughs> um, what if every leadership group uh, hears this podcast and begins a conversation in earnest that reinvents their workplace? Ta-da! I don't know how many we did. Well, I'm going to go back and count them, but I'm going to say we did easily at least 20 or okay. maybe 25. Good. So what's one more? Uh, so I'm thinking of takeaways from our what if exercise. So I don't know if I have one more, but I some, some thoughts really resonated in our sharing. So do one more what if. Oh, gosh. Um, I will, too. Okay. Oh, then I, I feel good then. Um, what if where the work got done didn't matter at all? I'm thinking. What if, what if we need people under 30 to do what ifs? What if, so I'm, I'm gonna give this one more because it popped into my head. Good. What if in, in settings that aren't like, uh, you know, construction or uh, an assembly line where there's a red button that anyone at any time could pull or push to stop the line. What if that existed in every work environment where anyone could 
push the button for any reason and stop what's going on. Here's one. What if we had a world that wasn't anxious, hateful, and scared mm. as an environment for creating work? Well, that just, I did a deep pause and inhale mm -hmm. that one. Okay. Ready to stop? I'm ready to stop. I yeah. like, I feel depleted like a tire where all the air has gone out. Oh gosh. And I, yeah, that's of course when the good thoughts oh, come out. Yeah. It's like that last squeeze of the, of the grapes is usually where the best. Oh. So I like doing it. Stop doing what if. Well, <laughs> I don't no 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 no. It had to do with global. Like, what if all business were global? It can be easily. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, end of practicing what if. I assume a lot of you use this, but it's a goodie, and nobody enjoys it because you always feel dumb and clunky. And um, yeah, and then what you do is you take them and and do what if underneath each one. Yeah, And then you make a whole basket full of what coming from all of that. And then you can have people uh, rank them about which are the most valuable. And then you can turn to action. Can I, um, can I give you a, a very practical conversation exercise to do that? So this is sure. like another yes. tip or tool. A great yes. way to do that is to, you know, have people bring their what ifs, so they, they capture them, maybe working by themselves. And then you bring, say that you have to come up with 10 what ifs, and then you get with another person and share your what ifs, and you have to take that list of 20 down to the 10 most, uh, what seems to be useful or practical, or maybe impractical. Ah! 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 And then, and then uh, those 10, 10 ideas, you then go into a group of four uh, where they share their top uh, what ifs and you have to glean it down. And then you bring everyone in the room and they share their top what ifs. And then as a group, constructively uh, drill down on the five perhaps most uh, high potential what ifs. So that's what, that's a, what they call a liberating structure where you end up going, you give everyone a voice in the room to make a decision. So there's my tip for the day, one, two, four, all uh, conversation exercise. And here's my tip, depending on the size of the group, have everybody do their what ifs, plaster them on all four walls. Ah. Give people, we used to do a lot of dot voting. Yeah give people a roll of dot sticker dots. And uh, of course you can do this on the computer or a Zoom or whatever, very, very easily. So we're talking about an old technology that can be transferred to the new technology. And they only have 10 dots. Yeah. <laughs> so you get a visual of where to go and dig in and it's a little um, faster than what Bob suggested, but with Bob, you get more depth, but with the other, you get more shallow decisions to work with. Anyway. I think that's great. You know, I, the one thing that 
uh, I think bears mentioning. It's, it's often those what ifs or ideas that end up on the scrap room floor that there may be some uh, genius there to, to, so I think there's, you can dot vote and come with the best. You can do one, two, four, all and come up with the top five. But I think at some point before you move on, looking at the ones you've discarded and say, are we missing something? Right, so I'll give you another technique. Ooh, we're loaded Ooh, today. This, this is gonna this is gonna be another numbers. Hey, 10 practical, oops, there's that word again. 10 bright <laughs> ideas. Uh, you know, it's like listeners should decide how many good, how many tips there are. <laughs> Not the person doing it, but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, another, this is comes from De Bono's work with, if you don't know it, look it up. He, he uh, works with synectics. But when ideas feel frozen or stuck or not examined well enough, you have people dot with different colors or around the table. What, what, what's interesting about this idea? What's bad about this idea? What I, let's see, what's, it's, what's the plus, what's the minus, what's interesting? What, so it's yes, no, interesting. Yeah. And if you're in a group, you go around and the uh, and say to each person, like you would say a no, then I'd have to say a yes. The next person would have to say what's uh-huh. interesting. So it, you have to say that, you have to look at it from all sides, regardless of your own opinion. Yeah. So what's good, what's bad, what's interesting. And then um, usually you dig into what's interesting. What, what, the, yeah, what, yes and no out of it, yeah. What emerges for me every time I do that is um, going to the contrarian, meaning I don't believe this, and, mm-hmm. and having to, to break down all the barriers and finding uh, an answer is really powerful. Well, and that's, we can talk about this another time. When, as an OD person, uh, running this kind of discussion or running a f- 500 people uh, gathering about it, you've got to hold really firm. Oh, yeah. I never had anybody say yes, because somebody who hated the idea didn't want to say what's good about the idea. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, so we can talk about that another time when the OD person has to become the authority in the room. Yeah. Ooh, uh. Yeah. You know, it's it's easy to ride a bike. It's hard to do what ifs. <laughs> so I, I guess what I'm saying is lean into that discomfort and uh, and try it out. Uh, you won't be disappointed. The only thing harder is losing weight. <laughs> uh, uh, a whole nother story. We could do an episode on that. Well, and yes, I- we can on fat, cumbersome. Oh dear, am I talking about myself? No, <laughs> um, not fit organizations, unfit. You see, once you start generating ideas with what if, more yeah. and more come on every topic. So we'll bring this to a close, but we'll get back to you on some others. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joyce, we have so much unfinished business. We'll be I mean, what if the organization is, is your organization too fat? Is it too thin? Is it too lazy? Is does it run too fast? Does it have thyroid problems? <laughs> <laughs> so 
Does it have hardening of the arteries? Right. Oh, that's absolutely true. And does it yeah. have arthritic joints, which is yeah. you can take any organization and look at their arthritic joints. We better stop there. This is brilliant. Yeah. Well, well I don't know about that, but it's you fun. Say so ourselves. So yeah. look, Joyce, say <laughs> yeah. goodbye. Goodbye. No more <laughs> thoughts from me. <laughs> See you later, everybody. Thank you for joining us on the Bob and Joyce podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and picked up an idea or two to go forward and do great work. For more information, please visit us at bobandjoyce.com. If you like today's podcast, please click subscribe. And even better, give us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. It supports us and helps others to find the show. If you'd like more ODHR content, please follow us on Facebook by searching for Bob and Joyce Podcast. Until the next time, be well and be safe.